Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seats. The show is about to begin. Again, again, again. Tickets. Wow, there he is. <laughs> Look at you. It's been a while, man. It's been a while. What's going on, buddy? The sportsmen are back. Sportsmen I mean, yeah, back. we are we are officially back. We took we a hiatus. Back. We took a one-week hiatus. We I are mean, listen, folks, back, we, we get we get busy. We've got stuff to do. Cutsy's getting very busy. Life happens. The sportsmen will drop when it drops. Okay. We're going to try, though. But but that being said, we're going to try not to make the, you know, the missing a week a, a, nor, a normality. That's no, we're know. certainly not going to do that. I will say it's 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 reassuring to know that people are looking forward to the podcast on a weekly basis. And it's they're true. like, what the fuck? Where's where's the podcast coming? Yeah, I got a couple messages, too. Like, what is it over? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> it is confirmed. Not over. Confirmed. We are here and we are back. And there is a lot to touch on ticket i mean yeah it was a rough where do we even start i mean it was a I, rough couple weeks as far as missing shows because a lot happened but quickly before we jump right into sports a lot happened in your life you played a lot of golf you played a lot of tournaments just walk us through some of the things that you've been doing um and why you've been so busy and uh, you had a huge tournament with four play pod and yeah you went to scottsdale arizona what's, what's been going on did we not on talk about that i think we talked about a little bit no or did no. i guess maybe we didn't yeah no, but, we did wow there's a lot that we missed i mean it was uh you know a lot going on we met you know we we teamed up with four play by the way those guys are just awesome um true true gentlemen true true goats i mean they're so good. We went out to uh, Carmel. We we played a match. Um, it was filmed. And I tell you what, ticket these guys, they, they take their shit seriously. Like, we got to the tee box. We were all mic'd up. There was two, three cameramen, um, two sound guys, and a drone hanging over us filming everything. I mean, it was next level. It was a little nerve-wracking trying to tee off because there was so much going on. It was like next level production so that that was filmed they're going to be coming out with that hopefully in the next little bit um their team's working on it. it's a ton of stuff to edit so i would presume it's going to be a couple two three more weeks at least till we see that video but you're going to want to check that out that was awesome um and then i had a bachelor party for my buddy my one of my best buddies from back home in vancouver's getting married um so we we're in scottsdale we actually ticket we planned on doing the the episode from there and i fucking i brought my you know funny story i actually ended up checking a bag because i was like i gotta bring my laptop i gotta bring my microphone i gotta bring my headphones so i brought all this stuff and i couldn't fit all of it in my carry-on with all my other stuff so i checked a suitcase ended up costing me 30 bucks each way and cost me to miss my flight on the way down because i couldn't check the bag in soon enough and long story short, I get there, I'm ticket and I are pro- planning on doing the episode and I forgot my charger for my laptop. And I'm like, oh, for fuck's sakes. So the the, the, the charger was dead as a doornail. So, you know. Um, <laughs> and then we floated the idea of maybe you do it from your phone. And then yeah, at, at that point, like, we just said, you know Enjoy what? your buddy, enjoy your bachelor. I didn't know you missed, you missed a flight. Yes. And and so I was oh, stuck. No. The next flight was four hours later ticket and I couldn't do anything. So I went one of the first times I've ever done this. I went to the bar 
Um, there was yeah. a little cantina bar, Mexican bar with tacos and stuff. I went to the bar and I did not know this is this true story. I did not know that there was college basketball, the play, the tournament, the, all the tournaments were going on. So I sit down and I look at my phone. I'm like, I wonder if there's anything I can even watch. Cause I saw it look like there was college basketball on. And I just see game after game, after game, after game. I'm like, bartender, give me a margarita. I think I hit like four margaritas. I had a fucking uh, a plate of tacos and and I went on a heater tick. I couldn't lose. I went like seven for seven. One thing about an airport experience, and we're the sportsmen. We will get to sports, but one quick tip for, for the listeners. I don't drink anymore, so this is not fun for me. I get to the airport on time now. But I used to go to the airport, and if you still drink or you, you you're hungry maybe, don't eat. Go to the airport like three hours early. As long as it's in the middle of the day, it's not a 5 a.m. flight or an yeah. 11 o'clock. Get there three hours early. You don't even have to work. Security can take as long as you need. No worries. You hit a bar. You start drinking a little bit. You oh. eat. You watch some sports. I never did that before. Oh, it is the best. I drinking was on cloud nine. And so by the time I got to Scottsdale, I was already feeling like pretty boozy, man. I had hit like three, four margaritas. I was hidden. I was hidden picks. I was like, oh, this is unbelievable. Drinking but at yeah, the airport that- is, is, is unparalleled. It's up there with like the shower beer. It is like there's, you know, there's nowhere else you're supposed to be. There's nothing else you're supposed to be doing right now. Get a bar, get some tacos, <coughs> watch some games, have a margarita. It is incredible. It turned out to be a good thing. But that day I was just like, man, because of that fucking, that laptop and everything that I brought, I, I you know, that whole thing happened because I would have been able to walk on. Oh. I would have had enough time. But I guess you have to have the, the bag checked so much time before. I think it's like at least 50 minutes or 45 minutes. And I had missed it by like five minutes. And they're like, well, there's nothing you can do because you oh, can't carry it onto the, the plane. And, and you think at least we'd get an episode out of it. But then we didn't I know. I mean, I, all that. It was like, <laughs> we couldn't even get the episode. But here we are. Um, lots happened since then. I mean, March Madness is in full effect. But... I think we need to start off by talking about what happened yesterday afternoon. <laughs> Devontae Adams is leaving the Green Bay Packers. He's dead to me. <laughs> he is absolutely. There was no dead. more room after they signed. No, the they matched. Back. Do you? Did you hear? Did you hear the report? They matched the offer that the Raiders sent. So they were going to send him the same amount of money, if not more, but he did not want to stay. He wanted out there. This is a situation. Listen, the Packers, I I've the front office and stuff like that. I've come down hard on them so many times because they have fucked up time and time and time again. And people think that with the Rogers new deal that they fucked themselves, but they didn't because the way that they structured the deal, they had the cap space that was, that was made in order to bring Devante back to pay him out what he wanted in that vicinity so that they could keep him long-term and keep Aaron Rodgers. And they matched the deal that was offered by the Raiders. The Packers came out because they're initially, they were going to franchise tag him. He didn't want the franchise tag. They offered him the money that they wanted. And he said, no. He wanted to play with Carr. He wanted to play with his Fresno fucking well, quarterback. You, you don't think this is the front office's fault, do you? 
No, I'm saying it's not the front office's fault. <clears throat> okay, this is good. one of the yeah, few yeah, times yeah. that I will not blame front office. Yeah. They've they fucked up so many times in the past, so I'm not letting them off the hook it, for all it, the shit that they've done before. But this is a situation <clears throat> they went out, they re-signed Aaron, they tried to, you know, you can't you can't go back in the past. The mistakes they made in the past are the mistakes they made in the past. They found a way to get Aaron back. They got Aaron back. They secured him for three years. Mm -hmm. They made a way that they could get cap space because people like Aaron so greedy. They didn't do this, but people don't realize that that the deal was structured in a way that there was cap space that they could bring back Devontae. They re-signed Devondre Campbell, who was an, a prodigy for us as a as a linebacker. We got him from the Falcons. He was he, he was a basically a Pro Bowl player. He was unbelievable. They re-signed Preston Smith. They didn't sign Zadarius Smith, who is amazing, but I understand it. He, he was hurt the whole year. So they were making plays that they needed to do. And in this situation, Devontae Adams, for whatever reason, decided he did not want to be in Green Bay anymore. Maybe for he, whatever reason? This is Aaron Rodgers' fault. You know that. It's not Rodgers' this fault. This is 100% his fault. Aaron Rodgers and, and, and Devontae nothing, are boys. It has nothing to do with the cap space. It has nothing to do with the fact that they at least used to be boys. This guy is such a the media frenzy that follows this guy the 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 traction he gets just like oh deciphering a tweet he did last night Devonte adams was so fucking over this clown show of the last two years this will he won't he this guy brings so much baggage and so much drama and it just drains people dry so when he was faced with the choice of playing with the friend and a pretty damn good team or playing with one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time and maybe going down as one of the best tandems wide receiver quarterbacks of be all time yeah he chose to it's leave. a terrible decision that I hope speaks he, I, volumes about aaron about no, Aaron listen, and Aaron. Aaron only. makes Aaron makes his receivers ten times better. No one's denying I guarantee that. You, no one is. I denying guarantee you that. this year, Devontae Adams has regression with Derek Carr because he will not make the throws. He will not make the plays. He will not be on. No one's denying with that. Him. So you know what? As far as I'm concerned, Dev Devontae Adams. This guy can rot in Las Vegas for all I care, and they are going to be mediocre again. This is not going to change anything. By the way, what people need to realize. Every single time Devontae Adams didn't play, we're undefeated without him playing in the game. We have yeah. never lost a game where Devontae Adams has not played. So yeah. I, I, I tell you what, you could give us Cole Beasley and Aaron Rodgers will make him look like a fucking superstar because the guy, he is the best quarterback in the NFL at, at the moment. Brady is the best of all time. I'm not denying that. But Brady is also, you know, kind of getting long in the tooth right now. He is back this year. He probably will have another good season. But at the moment, I, I dare you to give me another quarterback. Maybe Josh Allen in the next year or two, I think, would be on that level. But right now, and I'm not being biased, Aaron is the best quarterback in the league. He's two-time MVP, back-to-back -back years. Does he bring drama? Yes. Is he a whiny bitch? Yes. Mm -hmm. Does he have baggage? Yes. I'm not denying that. Everybody thinks that I stand up for him. Yeah, I well, acknowledge and, all and of that stuff. Don't want to play with that, and that's, but he that's is what the, the Packers organization has to accept while he is there. Yeah, of course he's the best quarterback. But when you bring that much with you, some people are like, I'd rather just get paid and be on an okay team than deal with. Well, that Adams is nightmare. definitely not winning anything anytime soon now because he is now well, in. Well, hang on. AFC I mean, these Raiders division. are getting better. 
they are not going to, you think they're going to beat the Kansas city chiefs or now the Denver Broncos or even they're the chargers. By the way, that is the now. best division in football. By now far. it is it's not like even Avengers close. assembling over there in the AFC West. It's unbelievable. The talent that's being dragged the Broncos, over that one division. It's unbelievable. The Chargers are already unbelievable. The Raiders were a good team. The Chiefs were the Chiefs. But now the Broncos, they get Russell Wilson. And they're getting, I mean. I think, the, I think the Broncos are the worst in there. And they're going to be a great team. I think the Broncos are going to fuck a lot of people's, you know, expectations up because they're going to be better than what people think. I think so, too. All right. Anyways, well, bottom line is here's 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 my game plan for the Packers moving forward now. You don't win championships because of a wide receiver. It is the one position actually that you can forego and still be okay. It is not nearly as important as a good running back, as a I mean quarterback without a doubt. And I think the defense on the Packers is still very good. They they got a first round and a second round pick. I would love if they went after Chris Olave or even Jason yeah. Williams in the first round. You bring in a budding talent they have cap space now because all that money they were going to give Demonte adams is 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 off the table now so bring give me a guy like juju smith schuster bring in a guy like that you know i can handle someone like that doesn't need to be a Devonte adams like caliber talent but bring in a couple guys who are capable and then you have some money still to left over that you can focus on bringing in some extra, yeah. you know, maybe focus on more defense. Our defense was already good. You can now sign Jair Alexander, no problem. So I'm not freaking out. Like people are, f- my, I was at work yesterday and my phone almost exploded when this happened. I'm, you know, every Bears fan this side of fucking Illinois was hitting me up. Every, every single person, the Seahawks fans, um, Vikings fans, Packers are done. Packers are done. I'm like, Oh, well, see, okay, so I I think that the Packers will be right back in the playoffs and be a Super Bowl favorite again. I don't think this will impact that. I think this story really highlights what a nightmare it is for people to play with a guy who brings that much drama and baggage. But what I will say to your point is I do think you need a receiver to win a Super Bowl. But like Mel Kuyper has been saying recently is these wide receivers are becoming more a dime a dozen. The, the spectrum of really bad to really good is closing. There are so many really good receivers coming out in the draft and are already in the league. They're, they're not hard to find. Some positions are hard to find. That position is not hard to find, which is why some people find the Christian Kirk and the Allen Robinson signings of so much money to be crazy because there are so many good ones. And especially in this year's draft, there are a lot of good ones. So I'm not worried about the Packers finding another receiver. I find no. this story interesting just because of what it says about that a guy like Devonte Adams would rather get less balls thrown his way. And I, I also think you got a worse team. Just if you to want to take it to the facts, Aaron, that's, I also, that's the bottom line for me. No, I also think there's another factor, which we have not touched on is green Bay is a shit town. Now that is a horrible excuse. I, it's <laughs> not, I swear to God, it is not. I listen. My mom, it, my mom's family is from Green Bay. I go there. I have a blast. I'm not going to listen to this. I I think it's relevant. These guys <laughs> don't like living in Green Bay, dude. It's a small. These guys are superstars of the highest caliber. They're in the media. 
You don't tell me you, they want to be in a relevant big town, a big city like L.A. or New York or Las Vegas yeah, where there's Vegas shit going on. They can spend yeah. their money. They can go out. They can. I mean, Green Bay is a fucking hole in the wall, bro. And not only that, it's cold as balls. Fucking four months of the year. It's cold as shit. Yeah. This guy gets to go to Las Vegas mm. now. He's in a huge city. Tons of shit happening. Listen, you have you have no issues convincing me that Green Bowl, uh, Green Bay is a shit place to live. I just don't <laughs> think that that has I'm almost anything to do with a little bit of relevance. I just don't think it is relevant. But all right, we did we agree to disagree here. Uh, I'm right, you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> but moving on here. Uh, two things I really want to talk about. You can decide. Do you, uh, we're going to talk about them both, no matter what. But do you want to go stay on football, or do you want to jump to basketball first? I think we got to talk March Madness, okay, or we got to talk NBA. Let's talk March Madness, and we can touch on NBA too, because I do uh, want to get your thoughts on this James Harden thing. And and Ben oh, Simmons played in, in Philly, um, or he, oh. he sat on the bench since we last spoke. And uh, but let's go to March Madness first, okay? We we filmed this. We're filming this now. After the Thursday, first day of March Madness, wow, we've already ups, had some madness. Yes. We had some ups. House Iowa, by the way, is so dead to me. One day. Iowa is dead to me. I this You want to talk about a badly coached team? Just this coach was clueless on the mm-hmm. sidelines. And then Kentucky, another team who I said, I, I thankfully, by the way, we look at our picks, okay? I saved our picks from what from the last episode that we did. We gave four picks each yeah. of what – or five picks each of what we like. Right. So I went with Arizona, Auburn, Texas, Baylor, and Duke. Initially, I had Kentucky, and I said, take Kentucky out. They are not the answer. Right. Thank That's God, right. because they Pretty flopped. Good. Ticket, you have Baylor, Kansas, Villanova, UCLA, who, by the way, almost – by the skin yeah, of their the teeth skin. got through, chinny, which chin, was chin. very scary. And then you also have UConn who got upset. So UConn is out. You had Baylor, Kansas, and UCLA win. UCLA barely won. And you have Villanova as well. Um, I tell you what, dude, I'm looking at the matchups now. And the, the beginning of the day, it seemed like the one seeds were cruising. Baylor blew out, blew the doors off of fucking the team that they were playing. Um, well, I mean, the other- they played a 16, but yeah. Well, but Gonzaga was playing a 16 team too, and they were losing in the second half. I have and they went on a 21 to nothing run. Neither of us have Gonzaga, by the way, in our in our in our list of teams. I have Gonzaga losing in the Sweet 16 to UConn. Well, that's not going to happen anymore. <laughs> I, I honestly know, dude. I I think they could lose to Memphis. I think they could lose to Memphis on a hundred percent. They could lose to Memphis. It's they not did Gonzaga, not, we know and love. Aside from decade. Drew Timmy just dominating the game, yeah. they looked just abysmal. Yeah. Um, in terms of like their offensive schemes, they didn't know what to do. And by the way, the re- the time that they took over was because the only two big men from fucking the other team, what was it, Georgia State? were mm-hmm. fouled out with like nine minutes left in the game and they had no one who could cover uh, uh, Timmy and the other guy fucking Gumby over there. So they were just <laughs> going down low every time down in the paint and they couldn't stop them. They were in foul trouble and that was it. But yeah, I agree. Gonzaga did not look good whatsoever. Now Kansas looked great yesterday. So that's good for ticket, but yeah. I'm so I have, so one of my final four teams is out, which is Iowa. I also oh, loved Iowa. Too. I still have Arizona standing. I have Duke standing and I have UCLA standing. 
Barely. I have UCLA in my final four too, shockingly yes. enough. So you have yeah, Arizona. I, I made the bracket after I made the bracket after we did our picks. Yeah. But I feel like that, you know, I feel like it's gonna be a team that no one really anticipates. I tell you who looks good. <clears throat> Tennessee looks good. To Tennessee you. looks real good. And by the way, don't sleep on North Carolina. They're no, catching through a little seat. bit right now. Yeah, I know. I and know. they, they just beat really Duke. Good. I mean, they, they I mean it's going to be a really fun tournament. I tell you, there's nothing like getting up Pacific time ticket. I These know. games, the first game starts at 9 a.m. And it's just there's <laughs> games going on till 7, 8, almost 7.30, 8 o'clock was what the I Kansas know. game tipped off. It was like, oh, my God. I and went to Bob's house. We were watching games. I left to go to work. The jet was there till like 11, 10 o'clock at night. Oh, they were just watching jet. games. Yeah. Like. 12 hours like consecutively and it's such a high such a roller coaster of emotions i tell you you're high one second the next second you're screaming at the tv what a well, time. i got the video wow. of you of you losing your mind with iowa, this? With iowa how did you get game. that video bob sent it my way because i asked you how probably the, post that on instagram I asked, I asked how the big man was holding up because i knew you were not feeling good and so you i know what i did which was ridiculous is it took one of those like money line second half where you have to pay an outrageous, an outrageous, like four times <laughs> what you put down to return what you're. And I look back and I was like, that was so, this is a team that was struggling like immensely. Why would I do that? You it are just, Iowa was a nightmare, dude. You're out of control, Cutsy. You're out of control. So who's your final four that you have left? You got Arizona, you got UCLA, Iowa's out, and who's your other Gonzaga, one? Saga, Arizona, UCLA. That's in my bracket, but my Gonzaga. teams left my teams left that we picked, which was our initial picks for the sportsmen. I have Arizona, I have Auburn, I have Texas Tech, I have Baylor, and I have Duke. So you, a lot do you of have those Texas in there? Are, Is that what you said? You Texas, Texas Tech. Oh, Texas Tech. Okay, yeah. I like Texas Tech. I was going to say Tech. By the way, you know who I don't mind right now, who I think is getting hot at the right time? Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech, I think, could make it in, you know, to the Sweet 16. I Very do true. believe that. But we'll Very see what true. happens. It's it's a roller coaster. This week is just, isn't it a great time for sports? I mean, there's so much going on. You've got March Madness. You've got free agency in the NFL, which for me wasn't good yesterday. And you, in baseball going off. For the baseball yeah, fans out there. It's just, what is the it, the preseason? Fans, or is it, is no, it regular? The free agency's popping off. It's popping off. Is it regular? Off. It's preseason right now, right, in baseball? Yeah. Oh, jeez. I'm not a baseball oh, guy. God. I well, told you this before. <clears throat> But and then you got NBA, NHL. I mean, there's yeah. so much going on right now. Yeah, and the trade deadline for NHL is coming up. Jost just went to um, Minnesota, dude. Minnesota is such a who good went to Minnesota. Team. This guy, um, Tyler uh, Jost, he's a great okay. young player. I mean, it's weird because in NHL, it's like if you're not, if you haven't turned into who you're going to be, and you're you're like a first round pick, and you're 23, and you still haven't bloomed. A lot of times, people are like, oh, he's not going to make it. It's weird how the NHL works like that. Like the NHL draft is deep, though. It's like I yeah. think so. This kid was a tenth overall pick, though, and he was with Colorado, and he was, you know, he was just sort of just falling underneath that fantastic roster they have, and they traded him to Minnesota, who's only a few pieces away from winning a chip. Yeah, they're good, man. They are so good, man. Um, 
So we'll see. So, yeah, like you said, there's just so much going on. Trade deadline in the NHL, uh, free agency going nuts in baseball and in obviously in football. We got March Madness. We got the playoffs coming up for. So let's move slightly. We'll stay on basketball. but Let's go to the NBA. NBA is fun right now. The next month is going to be really telling to see what happens. Not having fun. It's LeBron James. No, I mean, I've, I, 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 at this point, you know, if you're a betting man, you take any team that's playing the Lakers. It's, it's, it's outrageous. At some point you're like, they got to come back. They won that game against golden state about a week and a half ago to what was it almost two weeks ago. And you're like, okay, here they come. Maybe they're going to start getting, and they're just getting blown. When you've got guys every from game. Minnesota Timberwolves making fun of you, Timberwolves, <laughs> Phoenix, Phoenix was up almost thirty at halftime against them. The Raptors, the Raptors played them. It was I looked, it was nineteen yeah. to two in the first quarter. Nineteen yeah. to two. <laughs> It was it's like so they're, they're not even because... close, man. They're not even – I mean, they can't have the season end soon enough. And the crazy thing is they're not even outside of a possibility. They still have a possibility to get a play-in game. And it's so funny, too, because it's come, this is happening the exact same time, this fantastic new show on HBO called Winning Time about the Lakers dynasty in the 80s <laughs> came out. And it's all about Jerry Buss <clears throat> buying the team and them drafting Magic Johnson and that fantastic run they have in the 80s. And, you know, the Lakers building the dynasty, you know, the gold standard of basketball and of sports in a lot of ways. They are a worldwide known brand. And that shows chronicling them building that. But then, you you know, we live in present time and we're watching them, you know, with LeBron James be one of the worst teams we've ever seen. So I don't know. Funny. It's it's a sad time for that organization. Oh, and, it's um, terrible to see. But if you haven't watched that point. show, John C. Riley's it's a, it's a fantastic show. I recommend it, it to everybody. It's called Winning Time. It's awesome. It's on HBO. It's it's incredible. And they got a new but, movie coming out about the Lakers too, soon too, about the rise of Magic Johnson and mm-hmm. how the the Bus family acquired the team. Which, by the way, it looks no, looks. no, no. That, that's that that's the show I'm talking about. It's a show. Oh, is it a show? I thought it was a movie coming out. No. Oh, that's so I saw I'm a preview about. for that. It looked phenomenal. I thought yeah. it was a movie. Two episodes out already. It's phenomenal. where's it on Netflix? Uh, HBO. HBO Max. Okay. Yeah. Go check that out. But we're not here to talk about the Lakers because there's not much to talk about. Uh, no. I want to get your thoughts on James Harden and I want to get your thoughts on the chemistry with the Sixers and what kind of, do you like the Nets more than you like the Sixers? The Nets look good tickets. Nets look good, especially when Kyrie's in. Kyrie dropped 60 the other day. 60. Yep. And 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 they're 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 essentially doing this without Ben Simmons. So I mean, say what you want. If you like him or if you don't like him, the guy's role is gonna be minimal in mm-hmm. the sense that they're not gonna need him from a scoring perspective. I mm-hmm. think he's gonna be good there. I really think I do too. His, his his responsibility and his role and his what he's being asked to do is going to be right in his wheelhouse, is to play good defense, make plays on the offensive side. Um, attack boards, and I think he'll bring energy to them. I think Drummond looks amazing. Um, I mean, Curry is a fill-in player who can add scoring from the perimeter, and Durant is back. I mean, they look better than ever. Yeah. And I will say, the Sixers looked unbelievable out of the gates, but you know, there is going to be some kind of, you know, um, there's going to be a little bit of a moment where you have some struggles and iron, you have to iron out some, 
you know, a little bit of things here and there. When you bring a player like that, of that caliber, that guy is like a one a 1A player on any other team. And so when you have him with Embiid, you got to fill out, you know, you have to iron out some, some, some details and, and figure some stuff out. By the way, why were the Philly fans booing him at home? Like what? What the fuck is that? You know, Philly fans, and Welcome you're a Philly, Philly guy. Baby. If you can explain it, I don't understand that. This guy is supposedly going <clears throat> to be bringing you to a ch- championship, or or is your best chance that you've ever had in recent history since I don't know when, since the Iverson times, and and they're booing him because they they lost one game because they got blown out at home against Ben Simmons. I mean, they they were on fire. They were crushing it. And all of a sudden, now they're booing him. I mean, that is so... This little skid that we've been on, I I have to say, it's him. He's playing horrible. I mean, Embiid's still playing great. Maxie's playing well. Uh, Even Toby's picked it up a little bit. And um, Harden's been terrible. Yeah, but it's you're not going to win every single... No, 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 we're not. You'd rather have him play terrible a few games now in the regular season and be fucking dialed in for the playoffs. Here's why I like the Nets more than I like the Sixers. If it's five on five, I think that's pretty close. I think if you just have those five starters against five starters, I still give the Nets the edge. But where the Nets will really kill you is their bench. Their bench is lethal. And everyone's like, why? When when Kevin Durant was out and, and Kyrie was was out, I mean, they, they, they were like a 500 oh, yeah. team. Yeah, those are their yeah, two best Yeah, because you're asking players. bench players to be main stars. When yeah. they get to go back and fill their actual roles, when Patty Mills gets to just be an off-the-bench guy, he is lethal from three-point range. Bruce Brown is an incredible defender and can give you what you need. And then we gave them Seth Curry and Andre Drummond. Drummond it's is. like, oh, my God, this is a really <clears> – <throat> they're, they're a full – complete team they have two absolute all-stars they're going to add ben simmons at some point and they've got a deep bench and they've got a, a good coach and steve nash if they can't win with all that i don't know what by the way so, i think they're handling the sixers simmons thing bench, really well the sixers bench stinks it's it stinks it, 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 it it's absolutely <laughs> atrocious the only pieces we had we we gave away for james harden so we've got a great starting lineup but once you start getting into shake milton once you start getting into some of these guys, we, it's a shitty team, man. What it's I was saying is, team. is with Simmons too, they haven't rushed him whatsoever. So you got to feel like they're just kind of easing him in, making him feel comfortable, dealing with the, whatever the mental, you know, situation. Yeah, it's, has. It's, come out, he's, it's some some back issues too, which he had with the with the uh, Sixers as well. Like he, but they he don't need him issues. right now, so they're giving sure. him time to do his thing and get but back. You do want to feel feel out chemistry in the regular season. You don't want you don't want to have to do that in the playoffs. I think you'll see him this month at some point. Playoffs. By the way, let's, right let's, around the corner here. We're looking at the Eastern Conference. The Bucks are starting to look very the good. Bucks, yeah, it's not even just they're starting to yeah. look like yep. they could repeat. I mean, Giannis is is dialed in. They they're they're winning big games. They and look even good. these other teams that aren't and the Celtics go have been hot. Yeah, they've been hot. Even these other teams in the East that aren't going to go all the way, like the Bulls or the Heat, they're still teams they're that are going teams. to play you tough you might end up winning that series but it might be a hard fought six seven game series that's going to wear you out for the next series against the nets or the bucks so you still got to be worried about some of these other teams who might not go deep but they are going to play the eastern conference 
the Eastern Conference right now is is yeah. maybe one of the first times you could say that it might be better than the Western Conference. As a whole, top to bottom, I think probably. Because yeah, now you have teams, teams like, the, I mean, the, well, the Lakers are irrelevant, but, you know, the, on the Western side, I think you look at Phoenix, they look unbelievable, but there's yeah. teams as well. And I was talking with my best friend back when we were in Scottsdale, Denver, if if Murray mm-hmm. can come back mm-hmm. and if, what's his name? Um, uh, oh my goodness. No, no. Um, what's what's uh, Michael Porter Jr.? If Michael Porter Jr. and and Murray come back and they can make they can make an immediate impact. I mean, you look at the team; they are Jokic is unbelievable, bro. And you give him some talent like that. Some those are good players. They could make a push. The Suns look unbelievable. Utah looks really good right now. I mean, there there's some good teams. It's going to be fun to see the playoffs. But I do I do agree with you. I think right now, top to bottom, the Eastern Conference looks better. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Are you wor- now? Are you worried about your Sixers? I am. I, I think they have inconsistency issues. <laughs> I think Harden. I think if Harden plays great, we win a championship. I think if Harden plays okay, we we go out in the Eastern Conference Finals. And if he plays like crap, like he has the last few few days, um, we're going to go out in the second round. Uh, just because our bench sucks and we're inconsistent, and we look and we throw away second half leads and. Um, it, it, we don't look good right now. We don't. It doesn't look good. Well, so we'll see. And 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 if Kyrie, if they lift that mandate too about the the vaccination thing, and he's playing all the games, I mean I mean, that's going to happen. You got, you got to think that that's going to happen very and dude, soon. They, now. They're they're like an eight seed right now, or like a seven seed. Like they're going to be <laughs> taking out top dogs. We could see them in the first round, for God's sakes, if things play out. Lord a certain way. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. So will that make take nervous? Uh, more than nervous. That would throw <laughs> up probably all over my apartment. Um, all right. Well, let's move on here to uh, the rapid fire. We got to get out of here. We got to start watching some games and we will get back on a consistent basis. We won't be waiting every two weeks. So let's jump into the rapid fire. Um, but, oh, but right before we get in there, Cutsy, inside two weeks here, left at work. Yeah. How are you, how you feeling, man? You excited? How are you feeling? <laughs> I feel pretty good. I feel pretty good. I mean, there's a lot going. There's there's a lot going on. I I got my poker face on right now. You'll hear from me in a couple weeks. Hear from me in a couple weeks. Okay, but let's rapid, hit the rapid fire. Let's hit the rapid, rapid fire. fire. Uh, first thing I want to talk to you about, and let's keep it rapid. Let's keep it quick takes. Yeah. Okay. All right, quick takes. Quick takes. Tom Brady unretiring. Fucking hate him. I'm so over him. I went on a rant. I went on an absolute rant. This fucking guy. You want to talk drama, by the way, for all the Rogers stuff? This guy didn't thank his original organization, didn't thank Robert Kraft mm. or Bill Belichick, who is the best coach potentially of all time, barely even acknowledged them. Mm-hmm. Fucking went on a huge rant about the Buccaneers and stuff who we spent two seasons with. Give me a break. Then says he needs to spend time with his family, which is the most important aspect of his life. The guy spends two months with them, couldn't get away from them faster, comes running back to the league. Family man, my fucking ass. This guy is, he's the best. I'm not going to talk bad about him, and I'm going to keep it very short and sweet. He's the best to ever do it. I acknowledge that, but I hate how, because he's the best, he's untouchable. If Rodgers pulled that shit this year, it would be a bonanza of fucking fire going off on that guy. And Brady does this like, oh, welcome back. We're so happy to have you. That's my take. I hope he has a mediocre season at best. 
Now we got to deal with that whole shit. It is what it is. It's probably good for football, but I can't stand them. He spent two months on the couch with those kids and said, fuck them kids. He just was. I'd rather take my chances at a fucking ACL injury as a 45 year old man on the field than have to deal with these little fucking screaming pieces of work. I'd rather risk one more year of CTE and brain health than sit with these fucking kids for one more second. CTE might help him deal with the kids moving forward. (laughs) Fucking vacations to Disney World with Giselle. How tough of a life does that sound, by the way? <laughs> I was golfing every day. I'm starting to think he doesn't like Giselle that much. Honestly, I think he's worried that if he has to spend too much time with his, his wife, he's going to realize, I don't fucking like her at all. It's not all fun and games when you're fucking, you're not in the spotlight anymore. You know, you're, you're, yeah, you're you go from getting talked about constantly all the time. You're the guy. Everybody's talking about you're on the, all these sports shows, all these radios. And then as soon as that, as soon as you leave, like it's it's not like he yeah. was forgotten, but it's like you got to imagine that's a that's a big transition. I don't yeah. think he was prepared. And you've for done it. one thing your entire life, you know. For all these guys, not just quarterbacks with big ones, or you know, that's a tough. That's why it's so hard to retire, yeah. man. It's like you've done one thing your whole life. Now yes. what am I going to do? So yeah, so moving yeah. on here, there have been. So Russ went to the Broncos. Huge, yep. huge, huge, massive, huge. massive. But we had two other quarterback moves that actually slid their Super Bowl chances backwards. And we're talking about Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz to the Washington <laughs> Commanders. To the Washington Commanders. And Mitch Trubisky to oh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. God. Both Super Bowl odds got worse. Trubisky's terrible. Wentz Who will be worse with their new team? I think the Steelers are going to draft a quarterback. I don't think they're going to stick Why with Why would they make that move? Trubisky. I I feel that Trubisky is not going to be their guy moving forward. I just have a feeling. I could be wrong. I just don't I feel like the by I I feel like Trubisky's the kind of thing like you'll see him play the the first half of the season by the second half he will not be playing. I actually like Trubisky a lot. I think I said it in a podcast a few weeks ago that he was one of the best backup quarterbacks there in Buffalo. Uh, I really like him. And if you look at his numbers in Chicago, value. he wasn't that value. bad, man. And he was with Matt Nagy, that fucking, oh, oh dirty but he's not, he's man. not bad value for what they're getting for him for, so I get it. But they're yeah. not spending a ton of money on him, which is why I think that they will, They, you know, they're, they're not, Wentz is making a lot of money. Yeah, that's a different story. Like they're bringing him in to be the guy with with, with so Trubisky. They're not paying the him much, so they can afford to not have him be their guy throughout the rest of the year. Yeah, so. He's definitely going to be their week one starter. I mean, because they already had Dwayne Haskins and um, Rudolph. So it's not oh, like they needed another oh, those guys. So. So you, th- yeah, I think Wash, I think um, Carson Wentz is going to be an absolute by the way brain wreck in Washington. Question for you: Where do you think Deshaun Watson goes? Yeah, that was going to be the next rapid fire question, Patsy. Well, uh, I got to ask questions t- too. today. Today, uh, it came out that it's it, it, they told the Panthers Carolina they're out. So it's between, I heard Atlanta between Atlanta and New Orleans. They've already told those two teams that that's who it's between. New Orleans, I, I know. 
I think that it will be New Orleans. I thought the Seahawks were going to make a significant play for him, and I don't know what happened there. They're willing to just roll over and die at this point. Uh, They're going to be irrelevant. Pete Carroll, I can't wait. Pete Carroll is going to be out of the league within a year. It's going to be wonderful. I think he's going to go to the Saints because why would they trade him inside the AFC? You know, I think they're going to send him to the NFC. And also between the Saints and who else? And um, Atlanta and, and Atlanta. Well, Atlanta's not in the AFC. They're in you're the right. NFC. You're 100% right. What was I thinking? That I don't the, know what you're saying, was, but I'm going to call you on really, it. Yeah. <laughs> they're both in the NFC South. Yeah, you're so they're right. Both but in the also, NFC. I think that um, I think that they're willing to give up more. Pay. I think they're, the New Orleans is going to give three first round picks. Three firsts. Here's the problem with New Orleans. They don't have a number one wide receiver. Like yeah, Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas, are you kidding me? He didn't even play a game last year. When we don't healthy. know if he's – yeah, but you don't Incredible. know if he's going to be able to come back and be good. Like, after – he's basically not played for two years. And you just made the point earlier that you don't need a wide receiver. I'm saying you do you need, a number, somebody. need a number one guy. You need somebody. They have, they have, like, junk. They have absolute junk in terms of wide receivers. Their best receiver is Alvin Kamara, and it's not even close. Could you could you imagine Deshaun Watson and Alvin Kamara? That would be so fun. I hope just for the fun of the league that he goes to New Orleans. That would be a lot. Of I just fun. hope he. I hope he has a decent, you know, offensive line because it, he doesn't he, need one. He runs around so much. He's no, so, but he's he was so running for his life in Houston. He never had a chance. I mean, he was just absolutely, you know, getting picked apart and. You know, it'd be nice to see him have a little bit of a pocket to work with because he can actually throw the ball very well. It's true. I, and you also got to factor in what, how the fan base is going to react. There are certain places that he could go where people will not accept him. And there are some places that he could go where they're like, fuck Like where? Where, would they, play. where would he not be accepted? I don't think he'd be accepted in L.A. They're not looking for a quarterback, but I'm just saying there are some markets that are going to be like way more upset with his antics off the field. Uh, that are despicable, if true. Um, but he wasn't really in – he wasn't ever in the papers. He wasn't ever in the news or the tabloids until this everywhere. happened. Until this happened, I'm saying. he well, was like a low happen. I know, but I'm saying before all of this, he was a low-key guy. You didn't hear anything about him. And then yeah, all he was on shit- Craigslist. He was on <laughs> Craigslist shopping for women. That's why – this guy is a menace to society. Uh, I don't think he's a good guy. Yeah, but if he's acquitted, if he's acquitted, if he's not, if he's not charged, settled in civil, he paid these women. He paid, he paid, which is, you're supposed to not look at it as he was, as he is guilty. But I find paying women to stop talking as pretty damn guilty. So in the court of public opinion, I think on the Philadelphia Eagles, I would not, I would not. I was talking to, wow. I would not. Take him on the Philadelphia Eagles. Good for you, Tick. And good then, for you for having a I, good moral compass. And then I, I followed. Would... And then I followed that up by saying, "But if we're seven and zero by week seven, I'm getting a jersey." Oh <laughs> my God! You don't want to talk about flip flopping? Jeez! Nothing cures all like winning. Nothing cures oh, all like the, winning, baby. The, end, the ends never justify the means. No, I, I wouldn't. Nick. I wouldn't, and I don't. Good for you. I mean, I. I but a, a I mean, if the I Packers did, didn't have Aaron Rodgers 
and say we still had like Devontae Adams or and we had a chance to get him. I think I would say let's go to Sean Watson. But I, I don't I don't I don't know. See, here's the problem with me with these these accusations is you don't know nowadays what's actually legit and what isn't. Because I feel like yeah. a lot of times, and I'm not taking away, if if all these accusations are true, then this guy's the biggest scumbag of the earth. Yeah. And the fact that there's so many, I would like to say is a I lot. probably I would probably think at least half of those are probably <clears throat> legitimate, you know, accusations, which is pretty sad. You know what I mean? Yeah, that is very, a, very sad. He's a scumbag. I, I but really there's a lot of people looking to heart. get a buck or two nowadays. So, like, I don't think all 22 are legit. But even 10 is outrageous. Even so one. good for you having a good moral even one. I agree. I was nervous about Philly because we had already brought it back. You know, we've taken chances on guys. We brought Michael Vick back. You know, we were the guy. That worked wonderfully for you. It did, but I'm just saying that was not fun when he first came. I mean, we caught that was a lot. That was a media frenzy, and there were a lot of protests, and it, it was not a fun time to be taking him in. And it did. It worked well. I mean, he was very injury prone, but that's not the point. The point is, I thought that may had laid the groundwork for us bringing in Deshaun Watson, but thankfully I, they weren't interested. We didn't have enough, I don't think, to trade. Um, or we didn't want to one way or the other. Jalen Hurts is our guy. Um, so moving on one last question in rapid yep. fire, oh, this rapid fire moving quickly. I wanted to get, did you see Von Miller signed for six years in Buffalo? Yeah, I saw, but it wasn't even made. It wasn't even like a big news. Like there was no news about, I saw like a little thing. I thought but- it should have been huge because he is an old man already. They gave him a six-year deal up for how much? To, up to one twenty. Um, Whoa! 50, I know fifty-one is guaranteed. Fifty-one and a half. So you know they could, they could find their way out of that. Paid beyond <laughs> even with the Rams. I mean, he play, he had a couple good games, but he wasn't like a dominant force. And that's when you're playing alongside Aaron Donald. Correct. Correct. Aaron Donald was taking all of the double teams, making way for Von Miller, and he still wasn't even that dominant. I mean, like you said, he, he, he definitely made a difference on that team, but Aaron Donald was taking two guys at a time to make way for Von. So this I mean, just it's not I, hard I'm to looking at a lot of these free agency moves and it feels like everyone's getting overpaid. It feels like they're throwing so much money at everybody. Uh, like, who's going to throw us money, Tick? Because at this point, we should be making some. Uh, I, this, is the, this is the best show out there. I mean, this is gold every week. Every week it's gold. Well, when there is a week. When, when there, there is a week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, someone starts paying us. We'll show up every week. We might even show up twice a week. Oh, well, um, you know, you never know what's off the table, you know? All right, buddy. And uh, I have a question for you before we leave, or should yep. I save it for next time? No, let's do it. We we missed last week. We were playing on right. ball. You're right. What is your top three? And I don't want to take Bob's thing. I don't like doing that. But I thought this was a good question I heard on a radio show. So this wasn't even originally my question. But I thought it was very interesting. Sports memorabilia in history. If you could have anything, you know, the shilling bloody sock. If you could have, uh, you know, the last touchdown ball thrown by Brett Favre. Whatever it is. Anything, you know, uh, shorts worn by muhammad ali any memorabilia in sports what are some of the things doesn't even have to be a top three just what are rattle me off some things you'd like to have if you had a sports room i'm not a baseball guy but the folklore in baseball is something special it's the americana and it's 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 iconic give me babe Ruth's baseball bat 
<laughs> Give me a like a I think that would be just super awesome. I grew up watching the Sandlot and the stories of the great Bambino and the Sultan of Swat and all this stuff. I just think that would be really fucking cool. I would probably take Tiger Woods's putter. Yeah. Yeah. Which like one the, though? Which one? I well Remember the well, actually, the, the most iconic shot from Tiger wasn't even a putt, it was a chip. It was the chip when he hit it, was uh, when the ball hung for mm-hmm. what seemed like a lifetime and just rolled in. But I think anything from Tiger is just iconic, or like one of his red shirts that he wore in the Masters on a Sunday to win. I think now would, that no. would be sick a red shirt worn by one Tiger of his red like Nike Sunday, Sunday Masters shirts framed. Oh, that would be sick, you know, with like the little, the like the little you have to have the backdrop on it. So, like the little, the little story saying Tiger one wore this shirt in you know the Masters that he won. Yeah, and, like you could have it framed, but then at the bottom, you have like a picture of him, like. Yes. The picture of yeah, him yeah, the wearing picture, it. Yeah, that 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 really yeah. will help. And then what else? Um, I would take one of the original, if, and this is if I had a man cave, like if I had a man cave that I could, one of the original bench seats from um, from Lambeau Field when they won their first Super Bowl in the Ice Bowl. I think that would be super cool. Yeah, there's just so many sick. there's so many things that you could have i mean there's so many you could do jerseys i always like to think more than a jersey or a helmet like you know uh you know something that is a little bit more relevant but it's hard man i wish i could say something canucks we've never won a stanley cup so that's off the fucking dock and <laughs> i mean i just think of like iconic moments maybe I'm trying to think what else what, what 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 would you like oh i know what i would you know what would be cool as well would be the game worn sneakers from Michael Jordan from the game when he beat Utah Jazz with, with the picture of him thinking. with the the fadeaway over over Russell in Utah just to close the game out. You put the picture there and you have the sneakers. That would be sick. That was my number one thing was was sneakers worn by Michael Jordan. A hundred percent. Hundred percent. That was <laughs> a no-brainer for me. Sick. What else? What else? Anything else you have? I would like the shorts that Allen Iverson wore when he stepped over Tyron Lou playoffs against the Lakers. I would like that. I would like the bat that Chase Utley used during our World Series year. I would like. I like the fucking Tiger Woods thing. I Tiger Woods, I think, is cool. Sick. You know, now to another one because he passed away. Um, I think it would have even more meaning. It'd be anything from Kobe Bryant, like a like a Kobe Bryant game worn jersey or something. I mean, I think that that would have a lot of relevance because he's no longer with us. So I think that, and I'm not a big Kobe guy, but you know, yeah, I think- me neither. I I would like a Lower Marion jersey that he wore in high school. Which oh, yeah, that would be sick. to your hometown. The that Alma- would be sick. Yeah, man. There's so many fucking things to pick from. I would like something. I don't. I would like something from Muhammad Ali. I don't know what it is. Well, there's that picture where he knocked out, where he's holding his his. Who did he, was it? Foreman that he knocked out there, and he's hanging over him with his with his boxing glove, and he's yeah. looking down on him. You know yeah. the iconic. Yeah. Picture. Oh yeah. Who that he knocked out there was it Foreman or I, I don't know. It was either Foreman or Frazier. I think Frazier maybe. It was Frazier. Probably Joe Frazier. Yeah. Yeah. And it was. Um, yeah, that would just be so sick. And like maybe with something the, with the boxing gloves, the everlast gloves that'd be yeah. pretty cool 
And maybe like something from like Barry Sanders would be pretty cool. You, like, you're you're a big Lions guy. Like cleats yeah. be war or something? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think we got a little. Well, the point is, I I thought for sure it was going to be something from Brett Favre was going to make its way there, or something from the Packers. I thought, or like, uh, you know, like a. I said something from the Packers, but I mean, yeah, or like a Pavel. I thought maybe like a stick that. that, that see, yeah, but had. see, the thing is, if you're saying you could have anything. You know yeah. what I mean? In terms of sports and history and whatnot, it's 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 I think it plays a bigger resonance than just like the teams that you enjoy. Oh, like the course. Canucks have never won a Stanley Cup. I'm not a huge baseball guy, but as a like as as someone who appreciates sports and sports legends and and the history behind it and just you know, the folklore and the stories that have been passed down. I think that there's certain things that hold more relevance over than just the teams that I cheer for. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I'd like the $20 bill that Daryl Strawberry used to snort up cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) Bring it to a meeting. Well, today for show and tell, folks, we have Daryl Strawberry's this method is of the inhaling. Twenty he used. I know it's not a hundred. I thought he would have used hundreds, but it's twenty. Uh, well, you know what, Dick? I gotta say, we bounced back in a big way after not having an episode. What was it? One week or two weeks? We missed one week. And we then, only missed one week. Okay. Yeah, and then it feels like today, we missed a month because there's been so much that's happened in that time. But thanks for sticking it out with us. Um, we will try our best moving forward. We're going to be trying to keep this thing to coming out on on what Thursdays, Fridays, T- typically Fridays. But Fridays. Today's going to come out on a thir- or on a Saturday. Well, today's a, a different day, but yeah, we're going to try to keep the schedule consistent. Fridays is normally our day to release the sportsman. Thank you for bearing with us. Uh, again, thank you for all the support. People reaching out saying that they love the episodes and where are they? Um, we are not going anywhere. If anything, we're just getting started. And I think today was a good episode. I think we touched on a lot of good things and it's going to be a hell of a couple of weeks in sports ticks. So we got a lot to talk about. This was fun. I, I, I missed this last week. Me too, man. It's always good to catch up. Uh, we got March Madness. Let's jump into that. Uh, starting in about two minutes here. That is Joey Coldcuts. I am the big ticket. We are the sportsmen. Till next week, folks. Mm-hmm.